Welcome to another episode of the Diego and Divorce Show, brought to you by Anchor.fm, with your host, Diego De La Rosa and Lord Ever Devore. We talk about all things wrestling, untold stories, current events, and what's to come. Step into that squared circle with us as we take you on a fun-filled ride. All right, another episode of Diego and Divorce Show. Diego, man, how the hell are you, brother? I'm doing good today. I mean, these episodes are just flying out pretty quick. Yeah, man, I'm I'm having a blast, man. How about you? Oh, this is my new obsession. Next to the watches, we'll talk about later. Podcasting oh. is my new obsession. Don't get me started on the watches, brother. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that later. So. Tonight, we have a you know, someone who we've seen, I don't know, she's been with us for about a couple of years already. She's a former UCW Ladies Champion and the 2019 Kings and Queens Lady Wrestler of the Year, Avery Rose. What's going on? Not much. How are you all? Oh, we're doing good. We're tickled pink that you're here tonight. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Are you staying away from the murder hornets? Of course. Now, before we get started, I, I just want to tell you, no way one back has. when, when you first came to the company, um, you were very easy to do business with, and watching you as you've grown throughout these years, uh, it just makes me so proud, uh, not only of you and your performance, but you as a person, because you've always been really good, and especially in this day and age where everybody's got the ego through the roof. It was really refreshing to find you and we're just so proud of you and I can't wait to see where you're going to go with this. Thank you. I really appreciate it. With all that being said, so you've been now with us or UCW for a couple of years now. It seems Uh, about a couple of years. Yeah, I've been in the business now for three years, and I remember my seventh match ever was at UCW, and that was my first time there. Yeah, it's been and two was, years now. Yeah, yeah, and who was that? Who was, who was your opponent? Actually, uh, yeah. my opponent was Casey Carlisle. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Before we dive into anything else, give the listeners the skinny on what it's like to work with Casey Carlisle, because I'm going to tell you, uh, watching it, Watching you two work specifically, there's been times where you've worked her and the locker room kind of cleared out to watch it. And there were two shows in in specific where you guys were the match of the night because you guys were just beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> um, yeah, if I could think of one word like to describe a match with Casey Carlisle, it would be ouch. <laughs> I, I agree. Well, you know what? Um, nah, come on now, come on. There was a there was a match you guys had. I think it was in Ashland, where you gave the receipts. Uh, I mean, sometimes you have to, but um, Casey Carlisle is just amazing to work with. She's an amazing person. She is absolutely like unbelievable in the ring. Um, you can learn so much from her. But yeah, her her chops, they hurt very bad. <laughs> <laughs> now getting this started, um, how did you break into the business? You know, what made you want to be a wrestler? 
you know, who trained you? Where did you get your start? Okay, so I'm going to have, like, the most cliche answer ever. But, um, so I've always been a fan of wrestling ever since I was little. Um, my older brother actually was a professional wrestler on the Indies. And really? he started out at CPW, Championship Pro Wrestling. And, um, and my your dad brother's name? Uh, CJ Star was his ring name. Um, my dad used to take me to his shows all the time, and it was just so much fun, you know, watching it and getting to meet everybody in the business. So once I moved up to like the Cumberland, Maryland area, I started talking to these people who were in the business, and I was like, you know, wow, I really miss it. It would it'd be great for me to get back into it. So yeah, I just hit them up and started training. And who was your influence? Who inspired you? Um, no, that's, I mean, obviously you have your, um, favorite wrestlers in the business. My, favorites growing up would probably have been like Trish and Lita like they were my idols growing up and then you know watching my brother do it just seeing how much fun he had with it I was like you know this is something I really want to try right so and you know because we have a lot of people who was your favorite wrestler and all that so we all grew up in different eras of wrestling and I know who influenced me I know who influenced the poor so being that you're slightly younger than us I like to think but much, Slightly. much. Man, so she's like half our age. It's day and night. So I take it around during the Attitude Era is when you started really liking the wrestling or? Yes. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. So then you took that passion and took it into telling your parents, hey, I want to become a wrestler. Then I know I got the same, you know, I got the same um, response. And that's a beautiful thing. Thank God. But, um, yeah. That's you, a story in of itself. Like my um my dad was all for me wrestling. Like he was so proud of me and he's been to, you know, all of my shows since I started wrestling. And um my mom actually found out cuz I was terrified to tell my mom. And um she actually found out when I ordered my uh mat shoes to start training. And they actually got delivered to the house, and she opened them up, and she's like, why do you have wrestling shoes? I'm like, oh, surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. Uh, She was not happy, to say the least. And, I mean, she's still not a fan of me wrestling. She tells me before every single one of my matches, she's like, you're going to break your neck. Well, speaking on that, last year um, you had an injury. I did. And it was a pretty serious injury. Why don't you tell the phones uh, who may not know about that what happened and how it came about and where you stand now? Um, well, I started off uh, probably three months, no, four months into training. I actually injured my neck at training. And um, they told me I had slipped two discs. So I took some time off for that, you know built everything back up in my neck and 
Yeah. And how did you do year. that? Was it a funky bump you took, or did somebody stretch you? Um, it was just a funky bump. Like we, so I mean, <laughs> the guy that did it, he is an absolute sweetheart, and he feels terrible about it even to this day. But it was a move that he's done a million times. He picked me up for a bear hug and was going to run me back into the corner. And he slipped right before we got to the corner. And we both fell and my head caught the top turnbuckle. And then it kind of got like smashed between him and the, the buckle. Okay, so you felt the stinger. Yes. Um, I honestly didn't even know I injured my neck. My head hurt more than anything. So I was like, okay, you know, it's probably a concussion. And so I had a black eye. So which disc did you injure? C7. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I in the mid-90s, I was working a guy called um, Projecto Uno, and he did a uh, freedom roll. And I at the time, I felt the stinger, but I didn't think anything of it, and I ended up messing up C5 through C7. So I know what that's like. That's, that's some scary stuff. It's not fun. Yeah, like I... My neck really did not hurt. It was just my head. And I went to work the next day. And I remember it took me like 20 minutes to lift my head off the pillow that morning. It it hurt so bad. I went to work and I work at the hospital. And I told him, I was like, you know, I did this to my neck. Can you just look at it? And so I ended up getting some tests run. And they're like, yeah, you know, you slipped this disc. So you should probably take some time off. So I took, I want to say like eight weeks off. And then I got back into it. But yeah, last year I was actually wrestling in my hometown of Moorfield, West Virginia. And I went to take this T-bone suplex. And it was just bad timing. I ended up landing straight down on my head. And I felt like everything just pop from my neck all the way down to my lower back. Um, I finished the match. I went back into the locker room. And that was where like the pain really hit me. And I just started, like, I broke down and started crying because I remember with my last neck injury, they're like, you know, one more neck injury and you're going to be done. So I think... Now, from the point you took that bump and you knew that shit went sideways, you said you finished a match. So how long from that bump to the end of the match did you go? Um, it... I mean, it felt like forever at the time, but it was probably only, like, two minutes I thank God I was able to roll out of the ring as soon as that happened because it was a triple threat match so um, I kind of rolled out of the ring and just laid on the ground for a while and then I got back in the ring and you know we went home from there but um, yeah I, I got back in the locker room I I broke down I started crying and like everyone came up to me and they're like we saw that like it was a very nasty bump like how are you feeling and I was like, yeah, you know, it hurts, but I'm like, I'm more, I'm more upset that this is it. Like, I'm not going to be able to come back from this. Now, that being said, you said it was a funky bump. Was it just the timing was off or was the person you were in there with, were they just green and they caused that to happen or was it just shit happens? Yeah, it was just more like shit happens. Like the girl that I was wrestling, I've taken this move from her thousand times and you know we do it perfectly every single time it was just um bad timing um i i don't know if she gave the iggy i really didn't 
feel much of one, so I didn't jump as well as I could have. Um, How long were you yeah. down? Like during that match? No, during or, during the time that you knew that you know something's gone wrong. I can't work right now. How long were you? How long were you on the shelf? Um, I would say probably two and a half months after the initial injury. But yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, I remember when when I first found out about it. You know, you had to get the medical clearance from your doctor, so I'm sure yeah. that was you know that had to play hell on your, your your psyche. You know, can I do this? Can I get back on the horse? It definitely did because well, the injury was I had four bulging discs, C three to C three six were bulging, and um, yeah, I went to my doctor and they're like, you know, I think they had told me three months before I would be able to go back but I did physical therapy and they taught me like exercises how to build up my neck muscles again and yeah because I was in constant contact with you all and I'm like I want to get back on the show so I was with my doctor all the time like you need to release me you need to release me and she was like no I think you need to give it more time but she finally gave in and you know after two and a half months I was able to be cleared yeah because I remember that during that time you were keeping in contact with me and, and, you know, I was adamant about, you know, as bad as I wanted you to come back, I needed that medical release, not just for, you know, for UCW as a company, but I needed to know that you were physically able to do it again. Yeah. So, so we talk about that injury and, you know, and I've had multiple injuries during the time that I, that I wrestled. Does yeah, that you one broke your the, leg in half? Break leg, the ankle, had a stinger, had my jaw dislocated. So really? all in good fun. Yeah. Who yeah. dislocated your jaw? We'll talk about that later. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll talk about that later. But the one thing I want to know: Did you give a receipt later? You know, I don't even. I was green as anything so I, I want to say no I want to say oh. yes but it's a, probably a no that was back in NAWA no excuse. I don't care so, if you're greener than goose shit you got to give that receipt well, I felt worse than goose shit but anyway does that particular injury your first match back or the second one after that did it stay in your mind did you find it hard to concentrate and saying I hope I don't bump this way I can't I don't want to take this I don't want to take that yes um so my first match back was at um, World Domination Wrestling Alliance. It was in Berkeley Springs. And um, I was facing Laura Loveless. She was a, I mean, we're good friends. And I was so excited for this match. And we were backstage. She walked through the curtain. And I turned around and I went and sat down on the bench and they're like what are you doing like you're up next and I'm like I'm not going like I can't go through that curtain I was terrified because I was like one bad bump and you know when you're dealing with a neck injury it's not just okay you know my wrestling career could be over it's like I could be paralyzed I could die um so yeah I was terrified and um yeah, you now, guys on that, came up. I mean, you, you, 
you hit you hit a real good nerve there being on the independent circuit as many people know there's no medical insurance there's no backup plan so yeah. how did you handle that that you know what screw it I'm going to knuckle up and do this. I mean, because that's a daunting task for anybody, much less, you know, uh, how do I put this? Um, you know, people think that this, this industry is fake and they think that, you know, we're landing on mattresses and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> so how do you process that? You're sitting there and you're thinking, you know, crap. I take one more bump the wrong way and it's done. So how did you how did you come up and knuckle up and go, you know what, I don't care. I'm gonna go forward. Um, I mean well you hear it from everyone, but I I absolutely love wrestling. I like love everything about it. So yeah, like I had I honestly like the name is slipping my mind right now, but it was one of the guys that was on the show. He came up to me and he just like put his hands on my shoulders and he was like, you are a great wrestler. He was like, I don't want to see, you know, your career be over. And he was like, I don't think it's meant to be over right now. He's like, you just need to get back up and go out there and give them the best show that you can. So um, they called my name. I went through the curtain and I mean, Laura knew of my injury, so she knew not to. Um, tweak my now neck you too said much. Laura, who's Laura? Laura Loveless. Okay. Um. So yeah, we went out there and we had a great match. Like it was one of my better matches. And um, after that, I was like, okay, yes, not my time to be over. And then now you don't even think about it anymore. You just go. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> right? I mean, it's still in the back of my mind, like... Well, it's got to be. Know, I mean, a neck I, injury of that magnitude, it, you know, it's something that's always going to be in the back of your mind. If I take that one wicked bump, it's done. It is, but then, like, I keep telling myself I can't, I can't think like that, because if you start thinking like that, that's when things are going to go wrong. And that's what separates you from the rest of the pack. Yeah. Double tough. I understand, though. So, unfortunately, with 2020 half over and we haven't done anything, I mean, what's 2021 looking like for you? Now, hopefully, by 2020, phase three hits, we're good to go. Let's say it doesn't happen 2021. Where are you looking to go? Where do you want to spread your wings at? Well, I mean, obviously, I'm hoping that wrestling is back and we can all get together again. But um, I will actually be graduating from nursing school um, in November. So, yeah, and we're going to be moving down to Martinsburg and Wood area. So hopefully I can get on at a hospital down there and, you know, start my career off as a nurse. You know, a lot of people didn't know that about you. You were actually a first responder during this whole COVID-19 shit. And thank you for what you've done. How long have you been in the front lines? Four years. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I love working in the ER. 
It's 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 definitely being in the front lines. People don't understand. They'll never understand first responders and frontline workers. It's it's a learning process, and it's it's you know it, I, I used to be in law enforcement, and it's an un what's the word I'm looking for? It's it's a thankless job. You know, you get to see the worst side of humanity at its finest. And, you know, you being, especially in the emergency room and whatnot, you've seen the worst that mankind has to offer. And, you know, I just, I thank you for your service in that. Thank you. You know, one of the things that's really easy to learn and do is your own podcast. And Anchor is a podcast platform that you want to be on because anchor gives you everything you need to do to have the podcast of your dreams. You just go to anchor.fm. You open up the account in a couple of clicks. You're up and running. And if you're anything like me, you're a dinosaur. You don't like technology. If it has anything more than a power button, you don't want to do it. But anchor is a platform that allows you to do it with just a couple of clicks of the button. Hell, they even give you sponsors that line you up with your particular type of podcast that you want to do. So, I mean, it's a no-brainer. You simply go to anchor.fm, open up that account, click it, and as little as one, two, three, you're up and away running the podcast of your dreams. So once again, go to anchor.fm and open up that account, and away you go living your dreams. Yeah, you know, and I always say Anchor makes it very easy even for a couple of uh, D-minus like us. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a tech retard, <laughs> and I can do this. So definitely appreciate Anchor for giving us the opportunity and all those platforms to keep. It seems like each each day we get one new platform. So that's Yeah, a we're up thing. to like six platforms now. I'm just waiting for the mothership of Apple Podcasts to drop out, and then I know we're going to take off and we're going to rule the world. I like goals like that. Speaking of goals, so we talked about you were former UCW women's heavyweight champion. And um, who's currently holding that now? Refresh my memory. Refresh your memory? What, do you get hit in the head with a chair? It's Casey Carlisle. So the question bears, Avery, Uh, what are you willing to do to get that title back? Anything that it takes. That's what I wanted to hear. (laughs) That's what I wanted to hear. So you're looking forward to get back in that ring and going toe to toe with Casey. Uh, You know, are are you going to are you going to throw everything against a wall and see what sticks? Are you going to hit her with the kitchen sink? (laughs) If I have to. Well, you you know what? Uh, Battling somebody like Casey Carlisle, you almost have to run over with the car to get that job done. Yeah, so on the next on the next event, there might be wink wink a couple of things underneath the ring. So, you know, come talk to me. Maybe okay. I can help you out a little bit. <laughs> Look at you, man. Win if you can, lose if must. I'll always cheat. That's good philosophy. Confucius says. So, Avery, tell yes. me how you came about your persona. You know, where did where did Avery Rose come from? Um, 
Well, to tell you the truth, it <laughs> the name actually came from Google. Really? <laughs> yes, because um, I was at work the one night, and you know the place I was training, Elite Pro Wrestling. They're like, "You're going to be on this show, so we need your name." And I was having the absolute worst time trying to come up with a name. And some of my friends were like, oh, you know, you could go with this or you could go with this. And they were, uh, I don't know, they just didn't click. So my friend was like, look at this. I found this like wrestling name generator on Google. So let's try that. Really? I didn't know there was such a thing. (laughs) And the very first name that popped up was Avery Rose. And I'm like, I like it. So we're going to go with that one. So who is Avery Rose? For the people that may not know who you are, and if they don't know who you are, they're living under a rock. Um, I really don't know how to describe Avery Rose other than the fact that, you know, she is determined and she can bounce back from anything. Well, I know when when you first came out into the scene here, you got compared a lot to Becky Lynch. I did. Um, Was that that something that drove you? It's it's not a bad thing. Was that something that drove you? Or was that something that made you go, you know what? I appreciate that, but Avery's different. Um, I mean, I guess it was like a little bit of both because, I mean... Becky Lynch is amazing, and um, so it's always like, okay, you know, I want to be like her, but I also want to be myself, so. Right. So if there was anybody in the world, and doesn't matter if it's AEW, WWE, whoever, MLW, who is the one lady, or, or man for that fact, who is the one person you want to step in the ring with and just go toe-to-toe? Um, probably, okay, so definitely my all-time favorite wrestler, Chris Jericho. <laughs> that would, like, be amazing. The Ayatollah of rock and roller. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and speaking of you know, legends like him, and you're talking about the ladies that influenced you from from the era. Have you gotten to take a look back and some of the pioneers of the women's sports and say, yeah, you know what? She's a badass. You know, because you have Moolah, you have Medusa, you have Sherry Martell, Wendy Richter. So anybody from that era that you've gone back and look at the tapes and say, yeah, you know, you're learning something from this one. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, I do like to go back and watch you know like older wrestling i mean not like old old but um back from when i first started watching see, wrestling. there you go you just put you and i in a corner spitting applesauce out <laughs> it's okay it's okay <laughs> no go ahead i'm sorry go ahead it's my whole life flash for my eyes i'm a big zero i hate myself go ahead but yeah i um I love going back and watching uh, Lita wrestle just because in my mind, she is just the definition of badass. She was definitely, uh, she was a trendsetter. She broke that glass ceiling along with Trish. Yeah. Cause she it came did, down with a uh, S.A. Rios when she first started, right? 
at least on the uh, Jelly Jelly F. Uh huh. I think, yeah. I like that essay Rios too, but anyway, so. Definitely Lita, yeah. Pioneer in her own time, of course. So right now I'm on the indie circuit. Who are you chomping at the bit to get in there with it? Tessa Blanchard? Um, that would be absolutely amazing. Um, I think the one person right now that I would absolutely love to go up against would be Jordan Grace. Really? Why? Um, Something just, you want to prove to yourself, or you just know that that would be the match to end all matches? Yeah, that would probably be the match to end all matches. Like She is just like absolutely amazing. I love watching her work. Not bad. So, as if handling Casey is not hard enough already, so we're going to graduate to her as well, which is okay. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you got to have your goals, you know. You know, so one day you never know. for the fans that want your merchandise, yeah. they need to know where to find you. Where can we find you at on social media? Um, my Facebook page is the Avery Rose. Um, Twitter and Instagram are the Avery underscore Rose. Um, I have pictures of my t-shirts, my 8x10s, and my wristbands on my Instagram. So they can just direct message me if they wanted to order something. Sounds good. I see you're sporting that shirt, though, just to uh, brag a little bit about your 2019 Kings and Queens Female Wrestler of the Year. Who did you beat out for that award? All of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, everyone that stepped up to try to take down Avery Rose. But um, it ended up coming down to me and Alora O'Shea. Wow. Wow, that's yeah, that's a good name to go up against. Yes, now, is it, there... was, it was a very close battle, I'll say that. So was there any, she called you, you ever say, I don't know how you beat me, is there any heat now that she wants to challenge you to, to anything, or uh, so y'all are just cool about it? Yeah, I guess we're cool about it. I mean, nothing's been said to me or, you know, posted on social media that I've been able to find. I'm just stirring shit. I'm sorry. I'll look at you, man. Every time I turn around, you're fucking stirring shit up. I know. Well, that's the purpose of this show. Just to get a rise out of you. So I see, I like, I see your reaction. You're like, this son of a gun again. But all right. So it looks like we're getting ready to be out of time. So we talked about all your social media platforms or anything else you'd like to close with on your side. Um. Just that, you know, I definitely appreciated all of my fans who voted for me to make the 2019 Female Wrestler of the Year possible. Um, definitely thanks to all my fans who have followed me since I started wrestling. And hopefully, you know, 2020 isn't over yet and we can get back out there and kick some ass. Absolutely. We're hoping to do the same thing. Yeah. Last word before we close out. I'm going to give you the last word. If everything goes right, knock on wood, you're going to work Casey Carlisle for the UCW Ladies Championship. So I'm going to give you the table right now. What do you want to tell Casey? All right, way to put me on the spot. 
Hey, that's what we do. You know, don't be scared to shoot, man, because that's what we're all about. Yeah. Don't blame me this time with you. <laughs> um, definitely, you know, I want to say that I am looking forward to getting back in the ring with her. Um, but she better bring her A-game because Avery Rose just hasn't been sitting around on the couch during the quarantine. She has been trying to get ready to take that title from Casey. Yes. I like to hear that. It's a lot of passion in that. Absolutely. I'm gonna have to, yeah. I'm going to leave the locker room and just sit there and watch that. That'll be the match of the night. Per usual, that's usually how it goes. Thank you. Yeah, you're well, most welcome. Avery, thank you so much for being here. We've thank enjoyed you for this time. Me. And oh, it's our pleasure. And we look forward to sitting down and talk to you again. Hey, it was a great time. Thank you. All right. Hey, yeah, uh, DeVore. Yeah, brother. Flex your, won't you uh, flex your golden pipes and take it home? All right, man. Here we go. Thank you once again for being on the Diego and DeVore show. Thank you so much for our guest, Avery Rose. We hope you enjoyed this. Next time, we're going to do it again. Have fun. Enjoy the ride. Everybody stay safe out there. And thank you once again. Don't forget to listen in on Anchor.fm and Spotify. And once again, thank you for listening to the Diego and Divorce Show.